Blog Talk Radio. Anybody. All we do is 
is show you what the Bible's saying and take it from there. So this is uh, part number five. We're going to see who will be on stage. We might as well get going and see which way it's going. Let's see who's going to be on stage uh, at the gate. And we see one of the young lions, Brother Titus, he's going to come out the gate, and he's going to be coming on the airways to entertain the national audience, not himself. So um, see if we find it. Uh, Brother Titus Israel, tribe of Yah God Judah, out of Camp One. He's out of Camp One, up and coming teacher out of Camp One. Yahweh BJLC, right? Yahweh bless you there. Seer, Israel, of Seed Royal. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, there, young man. Well, young man, well, we. Um, yesterday, I, I forgot what we left off on, but one thing about it, Luke 12, 12 will take it away any way he want to take it. So um, let's see what it says in Luke chapter 12, verse 12, take number five on the brand new series, fix the, fix the blame and solve the problem. Luke 12, 12, come on. The book of Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. What you say, um, what would teach you in the same hour? What did you just got through quoting? I mean, I, I didn't really hear it claiming. That's why I'm asking the question. What would teach you in that same hour there, young line? The book of Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Well, okay. The righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour. Well, let's find out a little bit about that, young line. You said the righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour what you ought to say. How about open up in up? Uh, First Corinthians fifteen thirty four, and let's see what that say. The righteous spirit will teach you in that very same hour. That was the young line read. So we're going to First Corinthians fifteen thirty four and see what that say. Come on. The book of First Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse thirty four, read: Awake to righteousness, and sin not. But some have not the knowledge of Yahweh. I speak this to your shame. Uh-huh. Telling uh, Corinthians to wait, wait to righteousness. He said, I'm not speaking this to your shame, but to really enlighten you. See it? So now there you go right there. So now we read that that's big talk right there. So he's talking to the Corinthians about wake up, wake to righteousness. That what he, he wants the Corinthians to wake up to. What was the Corinthians doing that they got them to not be awakening, young lion? We want to find out what was the Corinthians doing back up. 
in the same book and pick it up around by verse 12 through 17. Same First Corinthians chapter 15, just back up and pick it up around about 12 down to verse 17. So now you, you, we don't stumble up on something, young line. We got to wake up to righteousness, and he's talking to the Corinthians. Now we have to investigate that. Can't take nothing for granted. So back up and look at verse number, what I say, verse number. Verse 12 to 17. Thank you, that young line. What do 12 to 17 say? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 12 to 17. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 12 read. Now, if y'all by the son be taught that he rose from the dead, and say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead. Verse 13. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Yahweh the Son not risen. Verse 14. And if Yahweh the Son be not risen, then is our teaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Verse 15. Yea, we have found false witness of Yahweh, because we have testified Yahweh that he testified Yahweh the Father that he raised up Yahweh the Son whom he raised not up. If so be that the dead rise not. Verse 16. But if the dead rise not, then is not Yahweh the Son raised. Verse 17. And if Yahweh the Son be not raised, your faith is vain. You are yet in your sin. You want to take a shot at that, young man? We know you just got to read that. You want to take a shot at that, what you just got to read, by looking at the verses and take a shot at what what did you just got to read from 12 down to verse 17. Take a, let's, let, me, let, me, let me hear you take a shot at that, young man. What you just got to read from 12 to 17? Mm. You said that uh, take a shot at it, but sometimes when you take a shot at something, if you if you bit it, guess at it, you go just straight up and say, "Well, I pass. I don't know." Instead of you take a guess at it now. You're gonna to be totally wrong, so you know. You see, that's letting you know oh. some things. It's mm-hmm. got to be. We got to be uh, more plain when we read something. We gotta read things and understand because we want to be explained. See, sooner or later, right. you young times, y'all gonna be on the clock, and something's gonna be read, and you will have to explain it. And you can't be, you can't be crooked in your explaining, and. Sometimes it's best to say, well, I don't know, I pass on that because you don't have a proper way to get at it, but until you hear it, then study it again. So my question to you, do you want to take a shot at that or not? Uh, I'll pass it, that's it. Okay, good. But see, when you pass on something, is to always take notes on it to be prepared because that might come up again and it'll come up again because oh, see, it's one thing about it. You don't forget. 
too much everything to come down to the word of Yahweh. Just to come again, then the last thing I want to hear you say, I've had. I want to, I mean, that means you on, got on that big network and you don't went over it and rehearsed the righteous actors the better half and those that got here to hear them to get you stronger in it. Now let's come back and let's read that verse again, that one verse 12. Read 12 again. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 12 reads, Now if y'all find a son, be taught that he rose from the dead. How say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Uh-huh. So he says, if um, if Yahweh had been preached, taught that he did do this, so now, and some is eyewitness of him doing that. As a matter of fact, let's see who's eyewitness of him doing that. Um, let's run to the Luke. Chapter 24, because if it come up, you have to be able to break down verse by verse through the precept, because it just might come up. Because remember, we put on Luke 12, 12. That's where we started at, Luke 12, 12. So he's going to take you mm-hmm. to some place where the point it might be uncomfortable with uh, someone, but you have to study. And once you mm-hmm. study, and Yahweh. Put that righteous spirit in you, you be able to deal with it, and that's what we're looking for. So in Luke 24, line, let's see if we tackle this. So they say, some, we said, why are y'all teaching that he did not raise from the dead? He said, if that was y'all teaching that in Luke 24, line. What his thought process came from. We're going to Luke 24 and we're going to look at verse 15. 15 down to verse 17. Let's see what's going on. We're going to Luke 24, 15 down to verse 17. What that say that young line? The book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 15 to 17. Luke, chapter 24, verse 15, read. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Yahweh the Son himself drew near and went with them. Verse 16. But their are, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him. Verse 17. He just said unto them, What matter of communication are these that you have one to another as you walk in our sad? Mm-hmm. He said, where is y'all walking and, and y'all said, and what kind of communication that y'all have coming out y'all mouth? That's why the sun came, came upon him. And he, he asked him a question to see what you're working with. So let's get down number 19. What 19 say? Luke chapter 24, verse 19 reads, And he said unto them, What thing? And they said unto him, Concerning Yahweh the Son of Nazareth, which was a seer, mighty indeed, and word before Yahweh, 
and all the people. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. Verse 20. And how the chief priests and our rulers deliver him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. Verse 21. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Good. 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 That's good. So um, they had questions just like um, they had questions today. And now, read that verse again. Put your marker there and come right come back to it. Read that verse again. Um, 15, verse 12. Read verse, that verse again now, that one verse. Okay. All right, Luke chapter 24, uh, verse 15. Read that first verse, verse in Corinthians 15, 12 again. Okay, first, back to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 12. Now, if y'all thought of some, be taught that he rose from the dead. How say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? If y'all thought being preached, they were preaching that that happened. Which means talk. So he said, "Well, why does y'all act like that never happened?" Read verse uh, thirteen. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse thirteen. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Yahweh the Son not risen? So if there's no resurrection of the dead, that means he he that he didn't. He didn't get up. It's just some some people have a problem that well, even today, he ain't laid down and got back up. Well, that was been going on. That was going on way up in Paul's days, and he over there with these Corinthians talking to the Corinthians about these things because they was um we'll find a little bit later on their mindset. What do verse fourteen say? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14. And if Yahweh the Son be not risen, then this hour teaching is vain, and your faith is also vain. He said, now, if he, if he ain't did this, then all was wasting our time. If he didn't get up, if, if Yahweh the Son did not die and get back up, he says, all our teaching, preaching, it's for nothing if he didn't get back up. Well, I see now this is going to be kind of tough. Let me see if I bring the mother in to help the young lion in because I see young lion um, got himself off in something that he knows now he got spread the tables on, so we're going to straighten him up. But let's see if we get, get the young lion a little help. I see we bring mother in to help share the load. And on what we um, put on the table, the young lion has put on the table. And we asked for an answer. Because she wants me about it, but I would keep saying, reading a lot of verses is one thing. We're going to have to have, it got to be a ministry that can take down information on the run and take care of it. That's why a lot of stuff in this. 
you got to do a lot of study in this. That's why he asked. That's why he asked real plainly. You see, I bring Mother Eve. Mother Eve from the tribe of Yahzad Judah. Welcome back to the, the national audience. Over 900,000 strong there, Mother. Feeling good and ready to harden that microphone. Yahweh bless you, Mother Eve. Yahweh bless you, Israel. Israel. I'll see you all. Hallelujah. Sleep, mother. So what that mean? First Corinthians, 
So now we're going to show them all the tools out of habit. And to come up one day, or to see them, I ask them a month from the day about these same verses. Then we're going to see if you bond it up and do 511. A young lion, what do Judges 511 say? Go to the book of Judges. Book of Judges, chapter 5, verse 11 reads, They that are delivered from the noise of archers in the place of drawn water, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So, so, so y'all out. What do we supposed to do? What do we supposed to do for one hour out of twenty-four hours? What, what are we supposed to do according to five verse eleven? Right. We supposed to rehearse in the righteous acts of Yahweh. In that hour. Right. We supposed to. In, in a one hour out of 24, we're supposed to rehearse the righteous act of Yahweh. That's how we're supposed to do. We never get too bogged down when we cannot take an hour out of 24 hours to rehearse the righteous act of Yahweh. So that, because sooner or later, we're going to be on the clock. And we got to deliver so that if we've been a follower Yahweh's rules and regulations, then he said, you mind, then he said in 210, what he said we can read in first, I mean, Sarat, 2 verse 10. What did he say in 2 verse 10? Go on to Sarat, chapter 2, verse 10. The book of Sarat, chapter 2, verse 10. Look at the generation of old and see that ever any trust in Yahweh was confounded, or did any abide in fear and was forsaken, or whom did he ever despise that call upon him? Mm-hmm. So you see, he said, search the record. He said, when you got me right, and, you, and I'm asking for an hour, and you're going to put that hour in, then you might need me to to make a move with you, but if you ain't got my hour in, don't expect for me to make a move with you. So there is a there. So that's big talk of death. So if we follow the rules and regulations on what y'all are saying, get an hour in out of twenty four. Because if some come if some come up in that very hour, he'll teach you what you need to know in that very same hour. That's right. So now, we're working on something, young line. So we find out that Paul was saying, Paul was saying that, now, if the Yahweh have not risen, now come back to 1 Corinthians 15, 14 again, because Paul is, talking to the Corinthians, and we're going to examine these Corinthians that he's talking to. So we See, that's how you get your lesson. He'll give you a lesson on the run. So we're going to follow up on some more of this, uh, young line, by going right back 
to that first Corinthians. And we're going to pick it up round by verse number 14 to 17. Take your time and let's see what we get out of it. 14 down to verse 17. What is that? Verse Corinthians chapter 15, verses 14 to 17. Verse Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14 reads, And if Yahweh the Son be not risen, then is our teaching vain. And your faith is also vain. Verse 15. Yea, we have found false witness of Yahweh, because we have testified of Yahweh, Yahweh the Father, that he raised up Yahweh the Son, whom he raised not up. If so be that the dead rise not. 16. For if the dead rise not, then is not Yahweh the Son raised. And if Yahweh the Son be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. Now, you know, now, 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 then you, then you, then you have found those that teach you sitting on the right hand as liars, and everything we're doing is in vain. So we might well just marry, marry, have a little lamb, and just die if ain't nothing happening. Now Paul is talking to the Corinthians. He said, "If this haven't happened, because remember, the Corinthians." is a people that had broke away when it was time to learn something. That's why it's very important for you to understand your foundational. These Corinthians that he's talking to, we got to find out because the world has got us in mystery. But the sixth anointing camp if the straightness ain't out. Now, Paul just said, now, if he had a risen, if he didn't get up, then the one talks about what he's doing today is a lie. <laughs> then what are we doing is for nothing. Now he's telling the Corinthians. Now, why, now why is he telling the Corinthians that? Hey, mother, can you help those see? I think we can rework on this. Let's work on this lesson a little bit. It's very interesting. Here, Yahweh picked that his lesson right here. Remember one thing: when you those that come in late and you miss the foundation, you gotta remember the broadcast and re rebroadcast back at about nine fifteen on regular days, or you put take number five and get the foundation of this tape. Cause it was very interesting what we what we discussed. It was very interesting what was discussed in the beginning of the broadcast and we asked the young line of a final question and he done the right thing by saying, okay, I better pass on this because I don't want to say anything and from this national audience, but I know one day I got to make sure I get my hour, my Matthew 2640, 
I got to make sure don't let nothing get in the way of my 26 verse 40. Because if I got my 26 40 in, even if I was doing my lunch break instead of jaw jacking, I might need this man with the position that I'm in to deliver this, you know, and then again, you're going to need your Yahweh. And Yahweh said, I deliver you if you got me right. So that's very, that's very, that's very big. So those that came in late, go back over to the beginning of the, of the broadcast and you will hear some profound statement that was made. And that's what we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with some profound statements right now. So we see the young line, another one of the young lines on came. Out of the den, I, I guess he's ready to do a little roaring too. Let's find out. So when you meet the other young line of of Makai Israel, let's see if he's ready to come roaring out of his den. Brother Makai Israel, Tower Yahshua Judah, Yahshua be there for Israel. Yahshua bless you there, Sir Israel. Oh, see Israel. Hallelujah, Yahshua. I didn't hear it, sir, so I can't take a shot on something I haven't heard. So I'm going to pass on it. broadcasting on YouTube. You can type in those keys on your phone, your laptop, or your desktop computer at home, or wherever you go, even if you have to go to the library. But you can type in those keys, or you can catch us on YouTube at B-O-T-P-Y, 
Tribe, Y-A-T-D-H. Once again, you can type in those keys. Whatever you can get your desktop computer, a laptop, one that one I say cell phone. Even if you got a smartphone or a TV at home, you can use that as well. You can go to the library. Wherever you can find us at to get to a computer, you can type in for the YouTube page at T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. And you can catch uh, any previous broadcast that we have uploaded on a broadcast, any live episodes we had done. Uh, also, when you go and check us out, uh, leave a comment, uh, ask questions, and we'll go back and we'll check on the questions that you ask, and we'll, uh, and we'll get an answer to it uh, in the spirit of Yahqua, from Luke 12, 12. So uh, anytime you got any questions or comments, uh, also you can call me in at 224-600-5579. Once again, if you have any questions or comments, uh, call in at 224-600-5579. You can also catch us on Facebook. We live on Facebook at times. Um, we also got previous broadcasts that we have uploaded on the Facebook page. Uh, you can catch us on the Facebook page and just type in those same keys uh, that you use with your laptop, desktop computer, you want to ask Satan's phone, you can also go to the library or use smart TV just to get to a computer. Um, and you can also use a video game. You got a PlayStation or Xbox. You can always get to YouTube so or, or Facebook. So um, type in for Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. Once again, just type in B-O-T-T-Y, and our Facebook page will pop right on up, and you can tune in. And we ask you to ask questions. We ask you to leave comments, the things that uh, you have Concerning when it comes to the 12 tribes of Israel, when it comes to the name YHWH, Yahweh, uh, ask the question. And, um, and we and we we big promoters about you asking questions. So uh, once again, you can catch us live on Pal Talk, Blog Talk, YouTube, and Facebook. And whatever else um, we're going to be setting up in the near future that Yahweh put on our mind to do, you can catch us on there soon too. All right, over to you, says Where C. Rook. Hallelujah.
But what is but what is he doing talking to the Corinthians anyway? That's what I wanna know. What was what was he doing, a Mother E? Why was he talking to the Corinthians anyway? Let's back up to act a Mother E. We're gonna find out what why was he talking to the Corinthians anyway? How was he doing that? How was he over there? We're gonna find out places in in a minute. So why was he over there? Let's see if we find out according to the scriptures, why was he over there anyway? We're going to Mother E. We're going to the book of Acts chapter nine. And we want to find why was Paul over there? Anyway, what was he doing? Why? Why was he over there? Maybe the ninth chapter can help us out, Mother. You just read the way you see it. Don't see or kind of tighten it up. But we, but, but for the national audience, we're going to break down why was Paul over there anyway. Let's see if we can find out, Mother. Chapter 9, verse number, pick up at 13, down to verse number 16. Hey, hey Mother, take the time to look at verse 13 down to verse 16. This, this is kind of wet our beak a little bit. On why was Paul over in this area? We're gonna talk about later with with the young line. But Acts chapter nine, thirteen down to verse sixteen, mother, you on the clock? Come on. We took Acts chapter nine, verses thirteen to sixteen. Verse thirteen. Then Ananias answered, Yahweh, I have heard by Many of this, these men, how much evil he had done to their saints in Jerusalem, Yahweh Judah, verse 14. And here he has authority from the chief priests to blind, to bind all that call on thy name, verse 15. But the Yahweh said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to be to bear my name before the Gentiles, and knowing Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. Verse sixteen. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. I, I think so. Um, which one, which, who, who of the young lines going to take a shot at that? Do one of the young lines um, going to take a shot at what mother just got through reading to 13 through 16? Very interesting. Very interesting lesson here on tape 5. So which one of the young lines going to take a shot at what we just got through reading? Pertain to the lesson we on today, nine through uh, thirteen through sixteen. Let's see which one of the young minds gonna gonna take a shot at that. 
Well, uh, well, we was reading in the book of Acts, chapter 9, 13 down to 16, and Ananias had asked Yahweh a question. And uh, Ananias was making a statement about how uh, how Paul, what Paul had done to the children of Israel. But Yahweh had let it be known uh, that Paul was on a mission to go over there to the uh, uh, to the Gentiles, which is the ten northern tribes, to the children of Israel, which is uh, also pertaining to Zoe and them boys over there in Japhetic land, and for to do some suffering and for the name of Yahweh. So Paul was on. Uh, it was known. So Yahweh the Son let it be known what his mission was going to be. He was going to suffer for his name's sake, and he's going to have to go over there. He's a chosen vessel to go over there to teach the Gentiles, which is the ten northern tribes, and also the uh. Uh, tribe of Judah from Zoe's land. Excellent. That's excellent there. I, I, can, I like that. That brings a smile to my face. So now, so now we're seeing, now Paul over there, he's logging over there with these uh, Corinthians. So now, saying now, if Yahweh have not risen, then our preaching, our teachings in vain. Then, you know, then whatever we own, we might well just be on it because we're just going to die and that's it. So if he have a <laughs> risen from the dead, and because they did not have this information that young lion, but Titus get ready to read, so they didn't have this information, so they were gone. See, they didn't have this information because they were gone with the young lion is reading. Titus is reading in the 24th chapter. So they said, what they said again, that young line of Brother Titus in 24, 21, what did they say again? All right, Luke 24, 21. All right, the book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 21. Read. But we saw to that. It had been, he which shall redeem Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. You see that? So, see, Nora, the tribe of Judah, they was already in the northern world. The ten northern tribes, they was already at this time in the northern world. They was already there. A lot of them was already there. A lot of them was in America. They, was, they, oh, I, they have left Samaria and the land of Judah, so they was already gone. Paul's mission was to go over there to await into righteousness. So, so Paul, when we begin the lesson by reading that First Corinthians fifteen thirty four, it said, "Await to righteousness." So Paul was over there to wake them up to righteousness and we need a little bit more about this righteousness as Paul was trying to wake them up to Brother Micaiah and Deuteronomy chapter 6 can you have those see out in Deuteronomy chapter 6 17, 18 and 25 so he was over there to wake them up to righteous and mother read that they were asleep and I don't know did hey mother E, did you read that uh Romans thirteen 
connection when when mother read the book called Acts nine thirteen through sixteen. How can you tie in what is the connection between Romans eleven through thirteen, eleven through fourteen, and Romans chapter one five through seven? What is the connection? What is what is the connection that those fears trying to bring out with that verse that Mother read in Acts chapter nine, verse thirteen? Who who will take a shot at that? Hmm. Yes, sir. So, so this ties in. Um, so we know Paul was sent. Those those that be wrong, we know that Japheth land called to be saved, but we know the safety of the children of Israel over Lord. So that's Paul mission was to, um, you know. Well, Uh, 
ignore him and do what you got to do because he got to go bear my name. Hallelujah. Among the children of Israel. Hallelujah. He had to bear my name among <laughs> the Gentiles. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah. So that goes, goes him over there fulfilling the prophecy, and he said he's mm-hmm. going to suffer for what he's doing. Right? Mm-hmm. So we send him over there suffering right now by saying, You mean y'all don't believe he rose from the dead? If, then why I'm over here for? I'm over here. If it, if it ain't no resurrection, then, then, no need, then, then I'm a liar and everybody like. So he over there. Straighten them out because they had them broke away and they was nowhere around in the southern kingdom when young lion is reading what the ones that was there think they was gone. So when we going back to Luke twenty four, brother Titus, so they was not around when this happened. When he was Done his thing, the northern kingdom, the Jordan of Amazon, Dora, them, from Judah, Perez twin brothers, they was gone. So he was sent over there to them, but they was gone. Mm-hmm. All right. So they know nothing about this right here. So now when Yahweh came upon the two men who was talking, and said, well, we, in 21, we trust that he was going to be the one to redeem Israel. So Yahweh watched the best of them bump their guns, and that's what we do. We watch the best of them bump their guns and see how far they go with it. Okay? And that's when you know what to do. So now we're in the 24th chapter of Young Lion Titus. So they said, we trust that he was going to be the one to redeem Israel. Verse 22. Luke. 24, 22. Let's read a little bit. Come on, that young line. Luke chapter 24, verse 22. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. Verse 23. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. Okay. Verse 24. And certain of them which were with the with the sepulchre and found that even so, as the woman had said. But yet they saw not. Verse 25. Then he said unto them, O fools, the slow of mind, to believe all that the seed have spoken. Verse 26. Are not Yahweh the Son that has suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Hold that point. Hold that point. And that's what he was saying here. And that's what Paul, when I asked you a question about that verse, this is what he was saying. Now come back again, young line, and but Titus, and read 15, 12, verse 17. So this is what he was talking to. So this is what I was, that I was, when I said you take a shot at this, this was the number one hit to go to if it's come up again. But I'm going to tell you now, it's going to come up again. It's going to come up again. So when I asked the question in the early part of the tape, 
this is what I was looking at to see if you ready to take me there or take me somewhere else. Now I'll come back and read First Corinthians chapter 15, 12 through 17 and 34. Now, now we can read again that young line. Now I've got happy. Now I've got happy. So now you be clear of what to do if this come up again. First Corinthians chapter 15, 12 through 17 and 34. Come on. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 12 to 17 and 34. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 12. Now if y'all father son be taught that he rose from the dead, how shall say among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Verse 17. If there be no resurrection of the dead, then is y'all father son not risen. 14. And if Yahweh son be not risen, then is our teaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Verse 15. Yea, we have found the false witness of Yahweh, because we have testified Yahweh the Father, that he raised up Yahweh the Son, whom he raised not up, and so be that the dead rise not. Verse 16. But if the dead rise not, then is not Yahweh the Son raised. <laughs> Verse 17. And if Yahweh the Son be not raised, your faith is vain, and ye yet in your sin. Verse 34. Read. The way to righteousness is sin not. For some, have, for some have not the knowledge of Yahweh. I speak this to your shame. Is it? So you see, over a power, he has to get out. Because remember, uh, he told Ananias that he going to suffer. So he has to. So he walked up to people. They was, they was, um, they was, let me see what they was. They have brought Micaiah. I ain't forgot about my um, Deuteronomy 6, 17, 18, 25. I ain't forgot about it. Don't think I, I'm a great note taker when I hear something. But see, Paul has to get down. Now, look what Paul says that we can read. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 11, 22. Listen to listen, listen, listen this conversation that we get ready to read. 2 Corinthians 11, 22. What is that, that young man, Brother Micaiah? All right, we're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. We want to read verse number 22. The book of mm-hmm. Second Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 22. Verse 22 reads, What have you not houses to eat and to drink in? I'm in First Corinthians. Come on. Second Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 22. Verse 22 reads, Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who is he, who is he talking to? Who is Paul talking to? And who is Paul talking to? Now, we'll take a shot at that. Who, who is Paul talking to? What, what? Why did he say what he just said? Who is he talking to? 
And otherwise, what book are you reading this out of? That's what we talking to. The ones the book that you're reading it out of. I mean, you can have no questions out. What book is you reading this out of? The book of what? Corinthians. 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 That's the way he's talking to. Telling the Corinthians that y'all are Israelites, and so am I. Is that what the man's saying? That's what he's saying. That's what the man's saying. Talking to the Corinthians, let them know that we are, remember, the prophecy of 9, 13 through 16, he must go to them, be over there with them, but they was up under the battle like we up on the battle of being African-American, Negroes, and color. So they was up on the battle in Corinthians, you know? Just like we. We, we. we respond more to being African-American, Negro, and color, and super cool. And when we said we're an Israelite, you know, everybody look at what, where you get that from. See? It's the same thing here. So Paul is, a, is bringing to the attention you Corinthians, that you are Israelites. And this is what he said to them, young line, in the sixth chapter of Second Corinthians chapter 6, he said something to them, young line, and verse number 11, then 13 down, no, just read straight on to it. This is what he said. So he over there with the Corinthians, just like what we got to do when we look at our brothers and sisters today, when 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 you tell them that you are an Israelite, and they look at you like that, hey, did you you just cut this cutting me out of what? Did you cut me out? Because I'm I'm Negro of color. I'm I'm African American Negro. See, that's the same thing Paul ran with before ninety six AD. So you know how bad it is now. Mm-hmm. Tell me, right today, and they Israelite, they look at you. No, I'm a Christian. Christian is a religion. That's not. That's not a bloodline. They'll take Christian and Israelite and say, "Well, that's your religion." You see, you see what we got to deal with. That's why I'm saying, like, you got to get that 26 part in, get that one hour in. Cause when it's come up, they'll deal with it. So now, so now look what Paul says in Second Corinthians chapter six, there, young line, to the Corinthians that thought they was Corinthians, but according to prophecy that Mother read, they were the children of Israel that was that had them broke away from Yahweh all the way back there, and they them broke away so bad. Hold on there, y'all lying. Now, nah, pull the rabbit out of here. I'm going to tell you, I got to pull the rabbit. They had a broke away so bad that they were doing what in sack and corn. Then, I want you to go get me my E-Cap Raymond book out. Well, you never know how things come up, but that's why I say, that's why you got to really believe in your Yahweh. Because he'll, he'll let you know. He told Paul he's going to suffer. And guess what? Paul suffered in the Sixth and Nordic Council suffering too because we got a question on the table. Why are you talk about his children of Israel and nobody else? See? See? That's the question on the 
gonna say that's what I said. We're gonna do, we're gonna do part two on that. Okay, we'll we'll we're gonna answer that question. Uh, probably you got the basis of the tape last night warmed up to it. But in second chronicles, young lion, the northern kingdom of the ten tribes had broken away. And they were doing something that we can read in Second Chronicles chapter 11. They were doing something that we can read in verse 16 and verse 15. Something they were doing, Brother Micaiah, in Second Chronicles chapter 11, verse 16, and kick up to verse 15. Something they were doing. And what were they doing? When Paul was visiting, went to visit them, what were they doing? Come on. All right. We're going over to the book of, we're going to chapter 11. We're going to pick it up at verse number 16 and skipping up to number 15. The book of Second Chronicles, chapter 11, verse 16 reads, And after them out of all the tribes of Israel, such as set their minds to seek the Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel became, Israel came to Yadda Judah to sacrifice unto the Yahweh, Yahweh their father. Verse 15. And he ordained them. Hold that point. Hold that point. So now that's the big thing here. You just got to read. So the only way you're going to get this information that we present, something that the world of Israel got to do first, and according to verse 16, what do to receive this information, what do Northern Kingdom and Israel, Israel, what they got to do according to verse 16? That's a big statement you just got to read that young lion. Who will take a shot at that verse 16? Well, in verse 16, it was letting it be known that they had to come to the speak Yahweh, the Yahweh of Israel. They had to come to Yadah Judah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you see that? So now that so they don't have to know that. So they don't have to so what now what you what you read now, they the world gonna have to know these things. If you're gonna get any understanding about this Bible, according to eleven sixteen, he just gave you the foundational rules you got to do. You got to do that. Because if you don't do that, let's see what you're going to be on when we do see you. And that's what Paul ran into. And see, when Paul went over to all the countries that's outside of Judah, he ran into this in verse 15. This is what Paul ran into. Let's see, let's see what's going on. Second Chronicles chapter 11, verse 15 reads, And he ordained him priest. For the high places, and for the devil, and for the calves he had made. So, when Paul got to Corinth and, and met the Corinthians over there, and if you try and last night's lesson with this lesson, that's why you see Paul was back and forth with him all day long because it was prophesied that Paul was suffering. Because although they were 
the seed of Israel's life, but they was worshiping what? Jeff. Mm-hmm. You see that? So you see, because they look like you, because they look like you, you have to know when they open their mouth how to position yourself with them, be eating because they look like you. It might be your mama. It might be your auntie. It might be your, your bed partner on the pillow. You have to know if they is ill they worship who? Devil. Devil. That's right. So now, so now we find out when Paul went, but the devil he talking about was who? According to mama's, mother's prophecy, the children of Israel. And the Gentile, which was soaring them from the tribe of Judah. All of them had them broke away, and they was worshiping the devil. And they had a title over their head, and they was up on a Corinthians, Galatians, and they was up on a, so many names, but they sum it all up to what name? Although they had all these names, now we're going to E. Cap Raymond, their young man, the missing link discovery of in the Syrian tablets by E. Raymond Cap, page 203. And we're going to find out something along the way to find out something. That's why, that's why you have to first be able to hear the conversation. Because Brother, I mean, Mother E, what was said in 2837 of the book of Deuteronomy? It was a prophecy made, Mother, prophecy made in 2837. Can you have to see out what was the prophecy made? Okay. Deuteronomy 2837. Yes, ma'am. It was a prophecy made, Mother. And we want to see what, what was the prophecy made. Okay. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 37. And thus shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations, whether the Yahweh shall lead thee. Okay, good. Now, the all nations, mother. We talk about from the lesson of uh, what you read in the ninth chapter. Who gonna be among all nations according to the, the ninth chapter, thirteen through sixteen, the children of Israel and Zora Judah. It's called the Gentiles. It's just gonna be around all nations. See, they're gonna be but they're gonna be upon a byword and proverbs, they will be upon a name like we upon today as African-American, colored, black, and super cool, right? Right. But but then they're going to have one name above that name that they're going to be in. Now, we're going to read the name they're going to be up under. But then they, then we're going to read out of, out of the missing link discovery, they're going to have one broad name over the name that they are. They're going to be called Corinthian something else. They're going to be called, mm, I ain't give it away, 
but they're going to be called Corinthians, but they're going to be called something else. And we're going to find out this historian say, yeah, they was a Corinthian, but they was also something else. And we're going to find out on page 203 by Young Lion Micaiah, and we're going to pick it up where it says about in view of this fact. You hear what he say? In view, about the third paragraph, it's going to say in, in view of this fact. Now, remember what Mother just got to read. He said the children of Israel will be about a by words and proverbs. That, that, they will be up on all type of names. So when you, they're not when Paul went over there and found them, being up on a Corinthian. But they had another name that's above that name. But we also find out when the children of Israel broke away from Judah, they were worshiping death. You got it? Good. Suspicious? What was their worship? Now, on page 203 there, young line, can you have chapter 13? This is chapter 13 on page 203. You can let that second paragraph with the in view of this fact. It says, this is the fact here. What is the fact? Let's read a little bit. All right. We're going to the Missing Link Discovery by E. Raymond Cat on page 203. Chapter 13, second paragraph reads. And really fact, one wonders why historians, and especially the, the ethnologists, ethnologists, so little attention to hydraulic evidence and their attempts to record the history and movements of the peoples of Europe, particularly those who settled in the Northwest and the British Isles. Have they turned to Hemsley emblems as a source of knowledge? The earlier history of Europe would be as well known as that of Babylon, Egypt, or Greece. As a result, the Israelite origin of the Celto, Anglo-Saxon, Scandinavian, Germanic, and Kindred peoples would have been revealed. A study of the basic heraldic heraldic emblems of Britain, Ireland, and Norway, Sweden, Denmark, the Netherlands, with several other European nations, and the United States. Let me explain what heraldic emblems is. They always have, they see, when you read the book of Numbers and when you read Genesis, all of the Israelites were given a symbol. They had a symbol like, for example, by we mm-hmm. did with tribe of Judah, our symbol was the lion. Right. So when Hallelujah. went to Europe, his symbol was the lion. And but they have turned his symbol into a red hand, but it wasn't a red hand, it was a red cloth or thread that was on that black hand, you see. Mm-hmm. So they changed that around. So 
every tribe that like the Dan, the Danite, when they went anywhere, they left their mark, like their mark, and their mark was the mm-hmm. snake. He will mm-hmm. go. They always leave their mark of their heritry. That's what it means, your symbol. So everybody had their symbol when they went to places, and that's how you know who people there today, because they don't know. They they get caught up, but one thing they remember, they symbol. And see, that's one of the biggest mysteries of understanding the word of the mighty one, that they always kept. They symbol, they just didn't do right with they symbol, but they knew about they symbol because it was passed down they symbol. But with, even when they went off into breaking away, went off into captivity, they all kept a symbol. Even when they came to Europe, um, South Africa, America, they always brought a symbol. That's one thing they did keep. So now they kept a symbol in Great Britain, and they kept a symbol in, you know, what we read now, um, when it came out of Babylon, they kept a symbol. Who? The children of Israel. They kept a symbol when they came out of Egypt. They brought they they got their symbol. And they got their symbol when we read the book of Numbers when they were given a symbol. And Genesis, they got their symbol. So you go back and read their symbol, that's why you know who people did, because they didn't have a symbol, but don't know how to break it down because they don't broke away from you got it, the line track. But now we're we going to get my point here. So now, when they came out of Babylon, Egypt, and Greece, pick it up right there. Pick it up right there, there young man. Babylon, Egypt, or Greece, what happened? Okay. Egypt or Greece. As a result, the Israelitish origin of the Delco Anglo Saxon, Scandinavian, Germanic, and Kendrick peoples would have been revered. Stop right there. Now see that? So so now when you read about the Anglo Saxons, that's all that means the songs of Isaac. So they were that was the songs of Isaac and the songs of Isaac were the songs of of Jacob maintained the Israel. These things were Israelites, but they were called Anglo Saxons, which means the song of and you go to the book of Amos and read that, and that's in other lessons. Mr. Lesson, Mr. Class, Mr. Lot. But that's what the Anglo Saxon means, the sons of Isaac. That's what it means. So they yeah, all had with them, and they didn't know it because you, when you break up from the source, we know who you are because we're going to ask you something, and you always going to remember the symbol that you had. Like Judah always had a lion in They always was a lion. So he tried. But they don't know nothing about it. You see? So we know. But well, remember, the ones that went and broke away from the southern kingdom, Zora and them went even before the exodus, 200 years before they even the exodus out of Egypt. So you know right then and there, they had the, the top devils worshiping what God was about how many kings and queens or whatever they became, they still was worshiping the devils because they had them broke away from Perez. 
See, when you break away, you're worshiping the devil. And you're going to be called by another name. Like when it got over there, it was called, it was called Anglo-Saxons or, or British, Britons. They was on a British island. So all these are here, D, you picked up on this thing. The Britons, the Brits mean the peoples of a covenant. This is a Hebrew word, mm-hmm. semantic word called Brit, Briton, the peoples of the islands of the covenant. You know, but all they had that they had to work with was a lion symbol. They had a lion symbol over there. See? Because it was passed down to them. They, they, they symbol the lion. Zora from the tribe. But one thing they did, now we find out something big on the way to find out something big. Now we said all that to prepare you for what we generated run into. They will be called Corinthians, Ephesians, but they will have one thing in common over their head. They're going to be Ephesians something. They're going to be um, Anglo-Saxon something. They're going to be British something. They're going to be British what? They're going to find out something. Now, I hope you, if you sit down, clap. Let's, let's keep reading now. Now let's get down to a study. What the study is again, that young line. And I hope okay. you stop at, I'm going to see what you stop at where that to stop at when we get our point, that's what we're going to stop at. So when he got over there to current, where the Corinthian was at, they was Corinthians, but they had a a name that everybody carried. See? Even to today, you got a name that everybody carries. You might be saying, well, I'm in India, but I'm an Indian or India this. I'm in Germany. I'm a I'm a I'm a Germany. Find out. Hope you're sitting down. All right. Come on, that young man. All right. Picking it back up on page two hundred three, the third chapter. I mean, the thirteenth chapter, third paragraph, and it reads: A study of the basic heraldic, heraldic evidence of Britain, Ireland, Norway. Sweden, Denmark, the Netherlands, with several other European nations, and the United States. So they are identical Israel. In the case of Great Britain and the United States, every national emblem is an Israel emblem. It may be argued that these emblems were adopted from the Bible when the Celtic-Saxon nations became Christian. Amen. You see what say? If every last one of these nations, they whatever they call themselves, they had what what's on top of them, they had what? Christmas. Christmas. Chris. Over there in Corinthians, Corinth, Ephesians. They was over there in Thessalonica, but they was all Thessalonica. And even today, they over there, they what? Chris. 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 Yeah. The Israelites, 
all these places, and they draft all these names. Remember, King James is from Zora. King James, they had a back and forth with other Israelites that was in England. And he was a Protestant what? What was he, a Protestant what? A Protestant Christian. Christian. And the one that was, oh, uh, no, Protestant Christian, and the other one was Catholic. They was Catholic, what? So that was the battle that King, that, that what was going on with King James with England. They were both Christians, but they had two different breeds, of, but they all, they all was Christians. Even to this day, they all are Christians, right? Now, let's go on our telephone, um, brother Titus, and read who is the head of the Christians. So you see, you see why Paul had so much trouble, with, and and time went on, and you got trouble in the day because they all was Christians. Now we see. The United States is called a Christian country. And all over the world, they become Christians. Now, who is the head of the Christians on your telephone and let the world hear it? And all you go on your, go on your telephone and say, hey, telephone, who is the head of the Christian church? 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 What's the matter? Like like somebody put a sock in in the little woman's mouth like she did a long time ago. She's given back on what is God's true name. She says, Y-A-W-H. And after we started working that over years ago real good, now you call her now, she kind of get a little amnesia now. You know what? See, when you put that big briefcase with that, with them, you know. Who's the head of the Christian church? Who's the head of the Christian church? Hey, Mother Z, ask your telephone, Mother Z. Who is the head of the Christian church? And see if we get an Before we go, then we can go further. Who is the head of the Christian church? I know everybody. We just want to beat it a little bit. Who is the head of the Christian church? Can 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 somebody turn a value up on their phone so we can take it from there? Mother Z, who is the head of the Christian church? I told the young line yesterday, we don't leave that to the day. So now I'm now it came right back around to it again. So I can go a little further if I didn't get an answer from that uh, telephone. Who is the head of the Christian Church? That's all. I, that's all the answer I want to know. Or uh, national audience. Who is the head of the Christian Church? I mean, I'm not asking too much, am I? Huh? Who is the head of the Christian church? 
Who is the head of the Christian church? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. There's some here. That we can read. Now I want to read, man. I want to hear some. I just want to hear some this time. I don't You read it yesterday. I don't I want to. I want I want I want it to be read. A lot of people. They, I got a call saying you wasn't reading it right. Okay, what well, we do? We have one of the young lines to uh, answer the question. Who is the head of the church? So what we do? We put that to the side. I guess we got to put that aside to Wednesday night too. Then, but we leave, we leave it out here. We got to leave it alone then. So until I, until somebody else says, see, they. See, it's hard to believe the six anointed camp, so what we're going to do, we're going to leave it until we can get up the telephone and and tell us who is the head of the Christian church. So we we, we, we just put it down, because, I mean, we, I mean, we're back on our way to win tonight. Because, see, then we can go further once we have it read who is the head of the Christian church. Now, we put that aside because we, we can't, we ain't getting nowhere. Ophelia left, left, got the Ophelia left them hanging, so we, we'll leave it like it is. Let's go back to um, Brother Micaiah. Let's go back. Now, Paul was talking. We put this aside. Now, we threw it uh, one time. We'll leave it alone until we can get us an answer. Then we, we pick it up again. Wednesday. So, in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, there, Brother Micaiah. Or look at verse 11 and skip down to verse 13 through 18. Let's see what we got. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11, 13, down to verse 18. See, everybody can go on their smartphone and ask their smartphone that question, so we don't gave them do so, so they they done it. But, but we don't want to say nothing. We want, to, we want the little lady on the telephone telling us that. So now, but we're going to put you aside to Wednesday. Now, Wednesday, we're going to get us an answer Wednesday and take it up back on Wednesday. But 2 Corinthians 6, verse 11, 13 to 18, Brother McKay, what is that? Okay, we're going over to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, chapter 11, then verse 13, I mean, chapter chapter 6, verse 11, then skip down 13, down to 18. The book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 6. Verse number 11 reads, And in it have I put the ark, wherein is the covenant of the Yahweh, that he made with the children of Israel. Verse 13. For Solomon had made a brazen sulfur of five cubits long. Hey, hold on a minute. Hold on. Young man, what you read? Are you reading Second Corinthians six? Oh, I'm you reading? Uh huh. Second Corinthians six, verse eleven. Then skip down to thirteen through eighteen. Now, because my mother, he said, "Still, what? What did the young lion read? Why? Why? We'll find out. 
Second Corinthians 6, verse 11, 13 down to 18, what does it say? Book of Second Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 11. Then skip it down, 13 down to 18. Verse 11 reads, O you Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you. Our mind is enlarged. Verse 13. Mm-hmm. Let's stop it there. What do you say? Read that verse again. Verse 11. Our mouth is open unto you. Our mind is enlarged. Who are they? 
children of Israel. The children of Israel. You mean when I read the book of Corinthians, they talk about the, the children of Israel, but they are father, they have left, so they know lot they they don't know they are the children of Israel because we read they were worshiping they find out now when you go to current of and the call Corinthians, you Google your phone and find out about the Corinthians today, they all Christian. They all is Christian. Majority of over there in current today, you go on your on your map and find out that Google your phone and you talk to the people and they majority of them is Christian. But we got to find out more about who's the head of the Christian later on on the telephone, and then we can go from there. But we find out now when Paul went over there to Corinth to talk to unto the church of Yahweh, which is at Corinth, they were saints, and the biblical definition of saints is the children of Israel. So them were Israelites that Paul was going to fulfill the ninth chapter, 13 through 16. So there was Israelites over there in this area. And Paul went to find them and told them, what did he tell them again in that young line? What did he tell them again when we read one verse? That was um, that verse 11 again. Read that verse of 6 11 again. He told now, 613 again, what he said again to the Israelites over there? We're coming back to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. Verse, you want verse number 11 or, or verse 13? Yeah, yeah. I, I want the verse that um, he said he, that he opened his mouth to me. He, he, opened, he opened up Jesus. That's the verse. Yeah, I want to 11. But what I want you to do is high horse that verse. And what we just found out over here, you know, just like you look at the word Lord God and Jesus, you just act like you don't see it, no, never mind. So I want you to do the same thing with verse 11, and let me see how you, how, how would you deal with it by just doing it the same way you do Lord God and Jesus. Do that verse 11 the same way. Let me see how would you handle that verse. All right. The book of Second uh, Corinthians, chapter 6, verse number 11. O you Israelites, our mouth is open unto you. Our mind is enlarged. Ain't that something? That's great. That's good. Oh, that's right. You Israelites. Now, when you say that, you know, whoever where you are mom going to jump, they're going to jump and their eyes going to bump. And that's why you have to have this verse right here and show that the ones he's talking about is the saints that's over there in Corinth that's called Corinthians. But if you don't have this verse to get at now, then you got to play their ball game. You see, you got to play their game. You got to go with it, but you got some, like a, like a brother, one of the brothers in class, you love to say, Yahweh the Son. I said, 
I said, wait, where did you get that from? That he just been parakeeting so long. I asked him where you get the song from. Just see when he proved it, and he, and he got upset. I said, what you get upset for? I asked him since you're saying Yachwada Son on everything you're saying. Oh, Lord God and Jesus, you're saying Yachwada Son. How can you prove that? God, I won't know. Can you prove it? See, when you say something, you got to be able to bag it up. So if you want to leave out the word of Corinthians and put in the children of Israel, the Israelites, then you have to bag that up. And that's the same thing we were saying earlier. If you jump out here, you got to bag it up through scripture. That's all. Got to bag it up. So now you got you can bag this up through scripture that the Corinthians is the children of Israel, the Israelites. So now you now you now you waking people up now because they because they they thought the Corinthians was you know the white man and the white woman no them Israelites just scattered over there. That's what Paul going according to the prophecy. Remember, you must have Acts chapter nine, verse thirteen through sixteen, because that was the prophecy of him going to the Israelites over there and. Uh, Judah over there, the, the Gentile Judah, because they had a stay away. It was all worshiping Satan and the devil. And they was over there and they were being a Christian. Right? Right. They were being a Christian. So when you, when you do the research of King James, King James' biggest battle was with, he was a Protestant Christian against the um, Anglo-Saxon Christians. That's all that was. England was one one brand of Christian, and Britain was another brand. But they all was Christian. Mm-hmm. One was Catholic and Protestant. That's all it was. I mean, Catholic and Protestant. But both of them was Christian. That's what the Bible's about. It was two different brands of Christian. King James was a Protestant. And England was, um, I mean, one was Protestant and one was Catholic. But Mm -hmm. both of them was Christian. But then we're going to find out maybe one day next week or Wednesday or Thursday, somebody at telephone is going to tell us who the head of the Christian church. Somebody's going to say it, and I'm going to act like I'm surprised when I hear it. But until that time comes, I don't even know. So now we know now, so now he's talking to the Israelites that's over there in Corinth called Corinthians. What did he tell them in verse 13 out of verse 18? Now you, now you got a picture. Let's see what he tells them Israelites that was over there in Europe. Let's see what he tells them in verse 13 out of verse 18. Listen to this. Come on, young man. All right. The book of St. Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 10 down to verse 18. Verse 13 reads. Now, for a recompense in the same, I speak as unto my children. Be you also enlarged. Verse 14. Be you not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness. Verse 15. And what concord 
hath Yahweh's son with Baal? Or what that believeth with an infidel? Verse 16. And what agreement hath the temple of Yahweh with idols? And you are the temple of the living Yahweh. As Yahweh has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their Yahweh, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be you separate, saith the Yahweh, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Verse 18. And will be a father unto you, and he shall be my son and daughter, said the Yahweh Almighty. You see? So you see what he said? Paul said to him, come out from Monday and he'll be a father to you. Now we're going to remember where he said he'll be a father to you, right? I'll back up in your line and pick up at First Corinthians 10, a precept today, he'll be a father to you. Now, we will find out something on the way of finding out something. In First Corinthians 10, can you go see out in verse number one? All right, we're going to First Corinthians chapter 10. We're going to pick it up at verse number one. The book of First Corinthians chapter 10, verse number one. Verse number one reads, Moreover, brother, I would not that you should be ignorant. All mm-hmm. our fathers, how, that all our fathers were under the clouds and all passed through the sea. Verse 2. Oh. Well, hold on. Hold on, then, young man. Who was he talking to in his uh, came on? I mean, I mean, what do the Bible say he's talking to? You know, we look a little edified. Who are you talking to? Talk to the Corinthians. He talked to the Corinthians. And what Not did he well. say to the Corinthians? And what did he say to them in 10 1 and 10 2? <laughs> the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 10, verse 1 and 2, he says, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the clouds and all passed through the sea. Verse 2. And were all baptized unto Moses in the clouds and in the sea. He telling the Corinthians that? He, he no, telling no, them no. it's a record of our father was under the clouds? And he said, our father? He's talking bloodline here. He said, our father was under the clouds. And he said, he was all baptized to Moses. Now that's big talk. What can we read some of that at, at, at Mother E? What can we read some of that at Mother E? You mean that in the Bible, if we precept our Bible, we'll find out exactly? And he, he left a name. He tells the Corinthians, our fathers was up on the cloud that Moses led them. What can we read that at Mother E? Let's see, can we run that down, Mother E, around about the... 
all this information is in the Bible, all we got to do is precept our Bible, and then we can find out, he said, I don't want you to be ignorant, my brother, that all our fathers was about, he's talking blind line here, was among the crowd. Mm-hmm. And they was led by Moses. Mm-hmm. He's telling the Corinthians that. No, mother. Can we read a little bit that, uh, mother? By going to the 13th chapter, <laughs> and we're going to look at verse number, we're going to look at verse number, hmm, let's look at, I want to get his name, because anybody show, kept show me where his name is anywhere in the 13th chapter, they said Moses, they brought Moses, Moses in there, can anybody find me a verse that got Moses' name in there before we read 21 and 22? Can we get Moses' name in, in anywhere first just to make it sound good for edifying the national audience? Can we get Moses' name in there, the children of Israel's name in there? Then we read 21 and 22, then we'll be on field that deal for a minute. So where can we go in Exodus 13 and get Moses' name, then the children of Israel's name, then let's get down to verse 21 and 22 and seal that deal. Who will help those be out there? Come on. Exodus chapter 13, or verse 19. Oh, verse 19? Okay. Verse 19. Well, how about starting up a, uh, a little head and get a, another name in there and then get that too? How about 18 there, young lion? How about 18? Okay. Yes, sir. Then kind of get then give me um, 19, then give me 21, 22. Then, we, then when we get back to Corinthians, we'd be able to really take out the Corinthians because he says, let's see if Moses leads the Corinthians out. Now, WCT fans, now here, with all that learning and teaching today, you got to meet somebody. The young lion Micaiah is he talking for tonight. Yeah. Well, again, I say it's your radio station. You do what you want to do. But sooner or later, it's going to come back on you what you're doing. So, now let's go to read verse 18. Verse 18. Acts chapter 13, verse 18. But Yahweh lead the people about Man. through the way. Hold on. Led the people. Okay. Acts chapter 13, verse 18. But Yahweh led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up, ordered out of the land of Egypt. Verse 19. And Moses well, hold, up, hold, up, hold that point, young lad. Point it. That means they was um a a mother a mother eat. What what they mean by they was hornets, mother? Let's go to uh, Zephaniah chapter two. Zephaniah. What do you mean by they was hornets? They was they the children of Israel went up hornets. 
out of the land of Egypt. What's that mean, mother? What's this word mean that we can read in Zephaniah 2 1? Okay. Mm-hmm. What that word mean? Children of Israel went up hornets. What's out of the land of Egypt? What that mean? Zephaniah 2 1 will tell us what that what that word means. The book of Zephaniah, chapter 2, verse 1. Zephaniah, chapter 2, verse 1. Gather yourselves together. Gather yourselves together. Ye gather together, O nation, not desire. Okay. Okay. So what so what does this word hornet mean there, brother? Titus, Israel, key ready. What this word mean according to Zephaniah two one? Mean to gather yourself. Gather yourself yeah. together. Together, yeah, together. So the children of Israel came out together. See the children of Israel came and when you come out together, that's why I'm gonna kick in with you. And that's the message we try to bring today. If, if we come together, Yahweh going to kick in. As long as we don't know how to take care of his business of Yahweh, he ain't going to kick in. But once we get harnessed out of the land of what we're in now together, Yahweh going to kick in. So that's why we come humble to edify the national audience over 900,000 strong and plus and counting. And we don't like it at all that they are M-U-T-E, the young line, Brother Micaiah, but it's your radio station. What can I say? But we got hours coming. So now, we find out the children of Israel went up together out of the land of Egypt. Is that what we're reading now, young line? Hallelujah. Because we could have put the word together in there, and they said, well, that's that word called hornet. Then we went to that. Zephaniah 2 1 and found what that word really means. Now, let's get a name. The children of Israel went up. Let's see what you're going to read in verse 19. Exodus chapter 13, verse 19. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, and he had straightly sworn. The children of Israel said, Yahweh will surely visit you. He and ye should carry up my bones away. This with you. Thank you, sir. But there it is. Moses and the children of Israel. Now let's get down to verse 21 and 22. All right, uh, verse 21 and 22 read. And Yahweh went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way. And by night, in a pillar of fire, to give them light, to go by day and night. Verse 22. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night, from before the people. What people? What people? The children of Israel. Led by who? Led by who? My mom. Exodus. 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 Led by Moses. 
Is that what we're reading over there in Corinthians chapter 10 and mother? Is that what we're reading? So they, they gave you the blueprint, the boot to uh, take your, take your, and preach up your Bible back. But mother, I got to beat a little bit, mother. I want to beat a little bit in the, in the 34th chapter of Exodus, mother. Exodus 34, mother. I mean, I mean chapter 40. Can you let those see out in chapter 40, mother? Now take your time to look at verse number 31 down to verse 34. Can you have see out in young line, pick up at 35 to 38? You know, I just want to beat it a little bit more. See, sometimes you have to just beat it a little bit, just, you know, crush all that stuff up on your feet and just, just smash it with your feet. Sometimes you got to smash it. But you got to have these verses to just smash it. Let's see what Moses going to bring out in the 40th chapter of Exodus, verse 31 down to verse 34. And what Titus will pick up the 35 down to verse 38. Listen to this. Come on. Okay. You said Exodus chapter 34. 40. 40. 40. 40. Thank you, Moses. 40. Verse 31 to 34. Then, what Titus going to pick it back up at 35 to 38. Forty. Yes, yeah, chapter forty, verse thirty-one to thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Book of Exodus, chapter forty, verses thirty-one to thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Verse thirty-one, and Moses and Aaron, his son, with washed their hands and their feet. That they're at. They're at. Okay. Verse 32. When they went into the tent of the congregation, and when they came near unto the altar, they watched as the Yahweh commanded Moses. Verse 33. And he raised up the court court round about. Rear, and he read up the court round about the tabernacle, the temple, and the altar, and set up the hanger of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Verse 34. Then the cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the Glory of the Yahweh filled the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Yes, Exodus, chapter, Exodus chapter 40, verse 35 and 38. Exodus chapter 40, verse 35 reads, And Moses was not able to enter to the tent of the congregation, because the cloud abode thereon, and the glory of Yahweh filled the tabernacle. Verse 36. And when the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. Verse 37. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they 
journeyed not to the day that it was taken up. Verse 38. For the cloud of Yahweh was upon the tabernacle by day, and the fire was on it by night, in the sight of all the family of Israel throughout all their journey. And yes, sir. So, with that foundation of um, Mother Eve, read me that, uh, no, but Titus, read me that 11 verse 3. I'm trying to be coming back to that Corinthians again with that understanding what it says in Psalm 11 verse 3. I'm going to go to the book of Psalms, chapter 11, verse 3. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Mm-hmm. And what it says in Thomas, verse 3. And what do it say in Thomas, verse 3? Are we going to the, uh, the Gospels, the book of Thomas, verse 3 reads, Yahweh the Son said, and those who lead you say to you, Lo, the kingdom is in heaven. The birds of heaven will proceed. If they say to you, it is in the sea, then the fish will proceed you. Rather, the kingdom is within you and outside you. When you know yourselves, then you will be known, and you will know that you are the sons and daughters of the living Father. But if you do not know yourself, then you are in progress. And you yourselves are the problem. So you see what Paul was working with? So Paul was going to a people that, according to uh, a mother Eve, First Chronicles 9-1, he was going to a First Chronicles 9-1, mother. But, but mother Eve, they didn't know themselves, mother. So, so they can remain... In poverty, just like today, they don't know themselves. They'll say they more of, I'm not, uh, I'm a Christian and I'm not an Israelite. That's how they talk mm-hmm. today. They don't know that Israelite is not a religion. Christian and Islam, Judaism, that's a religion. Being an Israelite, you have can dictate that. Because your parents is the one that had you, and you you didn't tell you you couldn't pick your parents, right? You can't pick your parents. So whatever mm-hmm. parents you came out of, that is your um, according to Chronicles nine one. Hey, Mother E, what does Chronicles nine one say? The Book of Chronicles chapter nine verse one. So all Israel were reckoned by genealogies, and behold, they were written in the books of the kings of Israel and, and Judah, who were carried away to Babylon for their transgression. So, mother, all Israel, Israel, like are reckoned by what kind of way, mother? Genealogies. But Paul over there talking to the Corinthians. So Paul had to let us let them know they listen Corinthians like African American Negro. Listen Corinthians. Your father was led by Moses up under the cloud. And we found out the crowd that Moses led was the children of Israel. 
and who was in that cloud was the four-letter man. So now the Corinthians had lost all that knowledge. So Paul, Yahweh told him in the ninth chapter, verse 13 through 16, that he was going to suffer. So you see what kind of suffering he had to do? He had to tell them, Corinthians, that do you have the history of your father that was up under the cloud? You know? And tell you, don't be unequally open, non-believers, after we straighten you out? That was Paul was working up. So Paul was telling them that you cannot be unequally yoked. He says in 1 verse 6 that Mother E of Luke, he was letting you know there had to be something in Luke 1 verse 6, Mother. Hey, Mother E, what there had to be in, in, in the book of mm-hmm. Luke 1 verse 6? What there had to be, Mother? Okay, the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 6. Luke chapter 1, verse 6, read. Luke chapter 1, verse 6. And they were both righteous before Yahweh, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Yahweh flame. So you have to make sure you are not unequally yoked. You must be in, even in a relationship, even your company. Both got to be what kind of way, mother? Right. See that? And and that and that was and that was said in the beginning of the lesson, mother. First Corinthians fifteen thirty four. Can you have those see up? Backed up with your young line, Brother Titus, in Deuteronomy 6, 17, 18, and 24. Let's find out what's going on. Okay, 1 Corinthians 15, 34. Yes, ma'am. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 34, read. A way to righteousness. And sin not, for some have not the knowledge of Yahweh. I speak this to your shame. Hey, mother, who is he talking to in 1534? And who he talking to is the book you read now. Who is he talking to? The book you read now is who he's talking to. We talking to your mother? The Corinthians. But the Corinthians are who, Mother? Who are the Corinthians, Mother? The, uh, the, 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 wait a minute. It's the Israel, the 10 northern tribes. They're the children of Israel, the northern kingdom. That's right, Mother. They are the children of Israel of the northern kingdom. Exactly right. The Corinthians is the 10 scattered northern kingdom, the children of Israel. That's who the Corinthians is, and that's what Paul over there for. Now, that's one of the greatest mysteries and teachings. Mm-hmm. Paul is talking to the Corinthians 
but they are Israelites from the northern kingdom that were scattered over there. He trying to straighten them up. That's why he was sent over there according to man, 13 through 16. He was sent to find them to let them know you're not Caribbean. It's just like we today is trying to tell the ones that's here today, you're not African, you're not American, you're all that, but your nationality, you are the children of Israel, the Israelites. That is your bloodline nationality. Although you are American, although you are Russian, but we know who you are through your bloodline. You are an Israelite, the children of Israel. And matter of fact, you are in Exodus 4.22, Mother. Hey, Mother E, Exodus 4.22, can you have to see it out? Matter of fact, you can put it all a little bit thick and tell the tell them a little bit more that they are something in Exodus 4.22. What is that, Mother? Book of Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. Okay. Exodus chapter 4, verse 22. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus said the Yahweh, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. You see we, we also can tell them we are Israel and unto Yahweh. We are whom other? Who are we? The firstborn. We're the first nation he ever dealt with. We're the first nation as a nation. He dealt plenty of individuals. But we are the first nation he ever dealt with more the children of Israel. If you can't, first mean first. First don't mean second. It means first. Now we're going to precept that first in the third chapter of Brother and 323 to 26 of Acts. We're going to preach up that word first. So what we got to understand from the children of Israel that scatter all over the world, in the eyes of Yahweh, the children of Israel are first. And, and, that, and that was rehearsed in the book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 23, down to verse 26. It was rehearsed. The key word will be first. Let's see what you have to always bring to the table about your position. Yahweh the Son back in heaven. And let's see what the young lion going to read in the third chapter, verse 26. 23 down to verse 26. Acts 3, 23 to 26. We're looking for the word called first. Come on. Acts chapter 3, verse 23 to 26. Acts chapter 3, verse 23 reads, And it shall come to pass that every soul which would not hear that fear should be destroyed from among the people. Verse 24, Yea, and all the fear from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Verse 25, you are the children of the seed, 
and of the covenant which our father made with our father, saying unto Abraham, and in your seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Verse 26, unto you first. Yahweh, the father, having raised up his son, Yahweh the son, sent him to bless you and turn it away, every one of you, from his iniquity. Thank you, God. Do you see that? You hear that, Marlene? So you see what you see, the kind of talk we got to start talking, that we have a place with Yahweh, but we, but we not an afterthought. We supposed to tell the those that come to contact with us that what order are we in in the sight of Yahweh, a mother Eve. Hey Mother Eve, what order are we in in the sight of Yahweh? All right. First. Oh, Yahweh. First. <laughs> that got me We are first in the eyes of Yahweh. We are the children of Israel, the children of the book. And that's why we talk Israel or every broadcast. That was an excellent question. Well, that's why you talk about the children of Israel, because we try to tell you our position. But we the underdog everywhere because we don't know who we are. We don't know the first one he ever contact with as a nation was us, and we the last one he's going to contact as a nation is uh, the children of Israel. So I'm very proud to talk about the children of Israel on every broadcast that we bring to the network. Because if you've got the Bible open, it's all the Bible talking about. The return of the children of Israel. Israel with the Bible open, if you talk, it's no promise made to a Christian in his Bible. It's no promise made to a Christian in the Bible. It's no promise in the Bible made to Judaism. It's no promise made to the Bible of Islamic. Not in the Bible. All the promises was made to the children of Israel. And look at the Catholic Church out of New York State. Here, can you give me a second witness on that? Yeah, I can give you a second witness. Y'all mind? But type, give me 9, 1 through 7. The Book of Romans. Yeah, I can do that. Big Timothy Dolan out of New York, the Catholic Church out of New York. I can give you a second witness. We go, we go to the ninth chapters, one through seven, and give you a second witness. We got no problem with that. Let's go get a second witness. Romans chapter nine, one through seven. The Book of Romans, chapter nine, verse one through seven. Romans chapter nine, verse one reads. I say the truth in Yahweh the Son. I lie not. My conscience also bear me witness in a righteous spirit. Verse 2. That I have great heaviness and continued sorrow in my mind. Verse 3. For I could wish that myself were cursed from Yahweh the Son. For my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. Verse 4. Who are Israelites? To whom pertain the adoption and the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law and the service of Yahweh and the promises. Verse 5. Those are the fathers of whom 
as concerning the flesh, Yahweh the Son came, who is over all. Yahweh blessed forever. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Verse 6. Not as though the word of Yahweh has taken none effect, for they all not all Israel, for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel. Verse 7. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children, but in Isaac, to your seed be called. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you read verse uh, 4 and 5 again that young line? I think you'll mess around and jumble up on something, young line, verse 4 and 5. Because uh, we can't let 4 and 5 get away there, young line. You're going to stumble up on something. And we need to kind of examine that, what you just got through reading in verse 4 and 5. And, and I'm going to ask the question, who see the point? When you read verse 4 and 5, what is it saying, verse 4 and 5? Romans chapter 9, verse 4, verse 5. Numbers chapter 9, Romans chapter 9, verse 4. Who are Israelites to whom pertain the adoption and the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law and the service of Yahweh and the promise? Verse 5. Who are the fathers and of whom as concerning the flesh? Yahweh the Son came, who is over all. Yahweh blessed forever. Hallelujah. Okay. Who want to take a shot at that? Mother, young man. Who want to take a shot at verse 4 and 5? What is he talking about in verse? What is Paul telling the Romans, which really scattered Israelites over there? What is he telling the Romans in verse 4 and 5? Who want to take a shot at that, verse 4 and 5? What is he saying here in verse 4 and 5? Okay. Who want to take a shot at that, verse 4 and 5? Okay. All right. He's talking to the um, okay. He's talking to the Israelites. Up the wrong, let them know that um, they retain the adoption, the glory, the covenant, and giving of the law and the service of Yahweh and the promise. So he let them know the Israelites that they given the adoption. Uh, the glory and the covenant and the law of Yahweh, the service and the promise. Okay. Uh, I, I can live with that. What about the next verse? Verse 5. Whose are the fathers? And whom at concern is the flesh? Yahweh the Son came, who is over all. Yahweh blessed forever. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so what, what, what are we going to do about this? What, what, what is that verse 5 talking about? Who wants to take a shot at verse 5? What is 5 talking about? What is that? I, I, I hear you, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z, you, you, you want to shot at verse 5, Mother Z? Hey, Mother Z. Right. 
You know, you show and men to give a commentary. But but you want you want to shout it uh, verse number five because the young line is um put a put a little cricket on me. You you take a little shot at him, mother. Hey, mother Lee, you want to take a shot at, at verse five. Uh, Romans chapter nine, verse four and five. Verse five. Oh, who are who are the father and who are as concerned as concerned? who who are the father? The uh, the son. And who, as concerning the flesh, Yahweh the Yahweh the Son, who is who is all Yahweh, who is all Yahweh, bless, 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 bless of every forever. Yahweh blesses forever. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Mother, you want to take a shot at that? Um, you have the young lion get on out there with it. What is it talking about? What is it saying in verse 5? You want to take a shot at that? Who are the father? Who are the son? And who, and who, who are the father? Yahweh the son. And who, and who, who as concerning the Israelites. That, that is right. Let, let, let a young lion do it. <laughs> Let the young man right, do it. Okay. Right, come on, young man. You want to take a shot at verse 5? Remember, we only got about 900,000 plus on the international side. They're all here. And plus the big station saying, we all here going to because you're about the promise. All these promises were made to the children of Israel. These promises, these promises weren't made. They told if y'all do right, y'all got this coming. So, according to verse 5, you're like, you want to take a shot at it? Okay. Yeah, why does it? All right. Okay. All right. Shot at verse 5. Are you going to pass it off? Okay. I'm going to take a shot at it. I'm going to take a shot at it. Okay. He said, those are the fathers of whom as concerned the flesh, Yahweh the Son came. Who is over all? Yahweh blessed forever. Hallelujah. So he said, you know, uh, the father, we know our fathers, Abraham passed to the Isaac, the Isaac passed to the Israel. So we know he said, those who are the fathers who concern the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, yeah. Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. That's the service, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, as so, what, what we gonna play cricket? We gonna play cricket or what? Uh, you gonna you gonna you gonna and it's Okay. Third of the flesh. So you know, y'all fought the son that dealt with our fathers. Um. No, 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 we, no, we don't know. No, we don't know. The national audience don't know anything. 
So all the way we can find out that answer, we have to do something that we can um, read verse read verse five. Hey, Mother E, read verse five and let the young line get his thoughts together after you read it because we can't get no answer about what, what we know. No, we got to get an answer a different way according to the Bible. So, Mother E, read verse five again and let the young line uh, either obey or come on, come with something. Let's see what, after you read verse 5 again. Come on, mother. Romans chapter 9, verse 5. Who are the father and of whom as concerning the flesh? Yahweh came, who is over all. Yahweh blessed forever. Hallelujah. I think it's in verse okay. 4. All right. That's excellent. Now we, now we just had four already, Mother Z. So we want to know about five. Now that's a big topic there. Now, young lion, if you heard Mother read it, so what, what you want to do with that verse five? Okay. Um, I know according to five, so that verse was pulled into, I know Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 15, but. Uh, <laughs> According to Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 15, what, the, what that was concerning about. I mean, okay. Deuteronomy chapter 10. We're talking to Deuteronomy chapter 10. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Romans chapter ten, verse fifteen. Mm-hmm. All right. Romans mm-hmm. chapter ten. Okay, I'm gonna pick it up at verse four, to verse fifteen. Okay, John chapter 10, verse 12. And now Israel. I know you can talk to me. I know you can talk to me. Talk to Israel. Children of Israel. Okay. What do Yahweh, your Yahweh, require of you? But to fear Yahweh, your Yahweh, and to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve Yahweh, your Yahweh, with all your mind. With all your soul. Verse 13. Mm-hmm. Keep the commandments of Yahweh and his statutes, which I command you this day for your good. Mm-hmm. Verse 14. Let me go on. Let me go on. Stop. Young lines, that ain't got nothing to do with what, what in verse 5 I'm talking about. See? Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing to do with what verse 5 I'm talking about. Now, verse 5. Let's go see or break it down for again. I mean, you can use it as a way up to that's not the number one M. Now, let's uh, we come back to nine and we're going to read verse four. Now, listen to your old fear. Read verse four and then we'll break this down properly with the number one M. It says in verse four, talking about flesh here. They are my my brethren, my kinfolk of, 
according to the flesh in verse 3. Paul, who is your kinfolk according to the flesh, who are Israelites? So Paul's kinfolk are Israelites. That is his bloodline. And verse 5, it talks about it. talks about who are the fathers, who? These ones are Israelites without a father. That's Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. But then it says something here sometimes. Of whom concerning the flesh. So now what we're talking about is Yahweh the Son came in the flesh, and we got to read a verse. Yahweh the Son came in the flesh as a what? Verse 4. Who are Israelites. So we got to find a verse that showed Christ, Yahweh the Son, came as a Israelite. That is the number one now. So now let's go to Michael, chapter 5 there, young man, and, and Mother Eve. Meet me over there in 145 to 47, and then we bring Mother Z in and she starts getting our clothes together. So you've got to give the number one answer. We talk about the flood. So we got to read a verse where Yahweh the Son came as a Israelite. So what is this bloodline? They said he came as Israelite. Now we got to read what he came as an Israelite. And you're going to crank it up and get the prophecy of it in Micah chapter 5, 1, 2, and 3. Then mother gonna come behind it in Luke. I mean in uh, the book of Luke, yeah, one verse no, Saint John, make it Saint John, mother. We turn to it now. Saint John one, forty five through forty seven. Had that waiting on soon the young lion come off of what he could put on the table. Then we'll tie in exactly what father did he come to do. And they said when he come, he going to be, he was telling the Romans that Yahweh the Son came as an Israelite. We got to read that. Let's find out. Come on out. Five, one, two, three. Come on out. Five, one, two, three. Listen, listen, Mother Z. You take care of business now, Mother Z. Be all ears and write and use that pen now. So we can tie, tie this in in grand style. Michael, five, one, two, three. Come on. The book of Micah, chapter 5, verse 1 through 3. Micah, chapter 5, verse 1. Now gather yourselves in truth, O daughters of truth. He had made siege against us. They shall smite the judge of Israel with the rod upon the cheek. Verse 2. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you be a little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth unto me. That is to be ruler in Israel, who's going forth, has been from of old, from everlasting. Yeah. Three. So, so yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good too. So we found out now there's a prophecy of it, that when the son comes, he's going to come to what tribe? To Judah. Judah. Oh, yeah. Judah. He's going to come to Judah, Mother Z. Hey, Mother Z. He comes to yeah. Judah according to Michael 5, 1 and 2. So he's coming to Judah. So the problem yeah. that he's coming to Judah, now let's find out for mother and St. John, 
Mother Eve. Now we go on to St. John chapter 1, verse 45 through 47. And let's talk about it, Mother. Now you heard from me what the prophecy said. Now we're going to go on the right side of the book in 1, 45 of St. John to 47 and find out Judah is a what to fulfill what Paul said. Book of St. John, chapter 1, verses 45 to 47. Verse 45. Philip found Nathaniel and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and the field did write Yahweh of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Verse 46. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip said unto him, Come see. 47. Yahweh saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no doubt. What did I want to call the son, mother? What did they call him? Uh, uh, Israelite, indeed. Yeah. So you mean Yahweh the son came in the body as a what, mother? Israelite. He's an Israelite. He's <laughs> no God. With no God. This man came through the tribe of Judah, and he was an Israelite, and he from the tribe of Judah with no, no God. So that was they t- that was Paul was telling the Romans. Yeah, he came. He came in the he came according to flesh. Yahweh the Son came. What flesh he came? The tribe of Judah and even Israelite. Mm-hmm. Now, Mother Eve, give me one verse and what do Judah look like in fourteen verse two? Let's let's, let's, let's tighten that up. In fourteen verse two of Saint John, I mean Jeremiah, let's try it all in. So now we know in the Bible, Yahweh the Son came to the tribe of Judah. Our witness says the tribe of Judah is Israelite. He said, Behold, an Israelite indeed with no God. You know, one that had no God was Yahweh the Son, no God. So Paul was telling these Romans. These Israelites that was in Rome, yeah, he came. He risen again. He came through the lineage of Judah, and he's an Israelite from the tribe of Judah. And Jeremiah said, what is 14, verse 2, mother? Look at Jeremiah chapter 14, verse 2. Judah mourned, and the gates that are languid, they are black. Unto the ground. And the car. You can't tell me the pictures on the wall is total wrong. This right. man ain't as he came through what tribe and what is he, mother? He come through the tribe with Judah. Judah yeah. born. And the gates there are language. They are black unto the ground. So what color is the Israelite mother? Black. 
unto the grave. So all the pictures you got on the wall, according to the Bible, and that's what we mean by when you up on the banner of Christianity, you would never see the truth because you've been blind and you got to wake up out that sleep. The one that you call Jesus, our Lord the Christ, he is an Israelite from the tribe of Judah and is black to the ground. And he got woolly hair in 1, 14, and 15 of Revelation. So the pictures you got on the wall are in your mind that you've been praying to is totally wrong up on the Christianity. You see that? So if you're Christ-like, you will never see the picture. You will be wrong every time. Hey, Mother Z, now let's bring Mother Z in and get up comments and, and uh, commentary on this and we'll close out to Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Hey, Mother Z, Kyle, y'all got Judah. Y'all probably beat that to your right. And y'all, I bless and keep you still, Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, whatever you want to add to it or whatever Yahweh put on you, but we clear when we talk, Yahweh the son, he's an Israelite from the tribe of Judah, and he's black to the ground. And we know in 1, 14 and 15, he got woolly hair. And we know in Daniel 7, verse 9, his father got woolly hair, too. And we know in the book of, of the book of, Colossians 1, 14, that the father and son is identical. We know in the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, 1, 2, 3, they split image. How the father looks, the son looks, how the son looks, the father looks. We got the truth. It's up to you to come on get some of it. Mother, the floor is yours. Yeah, well, I bless and keep you seal Israel, a royal seed. I'm going to read in Psalms. Chapter 32, Sarina, verse 1. Blessed is he who, blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Verse 2. Blessed is the man in whom, blessed is the man unto whom the Yahweh intruded not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no doubt, verse 3, when I kept silent, my bones waxed old through my rote ruin all the day long. Verse, verse 4, of the day, for the day and from day and night, the hand was heavy upon me. My nose, Nostris, is more trouble. My master is, my master is turned into a drought, drought of summer. Summit, summit, shalom. Verse five. I acknowledge my sins unto. You and my iniquity have I not hid. I said I will confess my transgression unto the Yahweh, and you forgiven, forgive, forgiven the iniquity of my sins. 
verse 6. For did for thus for this for this shall everyone that is on Yahweh pay unto you. Yes, Yahweh. Pray unto you in the time when thou made thee found surely in the flood of great great waters you they have not they shall not come come night unto him verse seven they are you my are. you are my how place you are my hidden place thus shall preserve me from trouble thus shall compare me about with singing songs of deliverance songs of deliverance verse 8 and I'm going to stop I will in interpret I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you shall go I will guide you with my eyes. Meaning, 
He'll know whatever you call, he'll know about you. He'll know who you are, but if you're looking for the children of Israel, where do you look for again, mother? Well, according to verse 9, well. Okay. In all. Look for them in all nations. Every nation on the planet, you can find you an Israelite there. So the same with that mother. Catch your wings tonight at 6 o'clock. Look for the children of Israel to be in all nations. Look at, and the word Ethiopia only means burnt faith people. That's all the word means. They will be black people, many shades of brown, in all nations. So the same mother, eat. Catch your wings tonight. You on the clock come out. Thank you, praise you up well for the class. Thank you, praise you up well for each and every one this listening. Thank you, praise you up well that I'm able to listen in the class. Just thank you, praise you up well for the teachers and for the young line. Thank you, praise you up well. Hallelujah, well. Hallelujah, well. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, all right, young line, so we sum it all up by going to Second Corinthians eleven twenty-two in the closing statement. Let's see what you got to work with. Second Corinthians eleven twenty-two. What is he saying in the closing statement? Catch everybody Wednesday night at six o'clock. No class on this station, but on Pass Talk at eight o'clock, the young lines gonna be roaring. Come on. All right, we're going to Second Corinthians chapter eleven. Verse 22. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Who are you telling to? The Israelites. He's telling to the Corinthians. To the Corinthians. Which are Israelites. He's telling us that the Corinthians, which are Israelites. Like we talk to African American Negroes, which are Israelites. So, seven young lines, take your time. Study the lesson, come back on five, because I'm, I'm going to ask you the same thing in time to come up the road. Take your time. Give your closing statement. You're on the clock. Come on. All right, sec- okay, I'll go on to 2nd Ezra, uh, third, chapter 3. 2nd Ezra, chapter 3. All right, I'm going to pick it up at uh, verse 32. Or there is any other people have known you beside Israel, or what generation has so believed your covenant as Israel? Verse 33, and yet their reward appeared not, and their labor have no fruit, but have gone here and there. Through the heathen, the nation, and I see that they flowing well, and think not upon your commandment. Thirty-four. Wait you there for our wickedness now in the valley, but there is also that dwell in the world, and so shall your name nowhere be found but in Israel. And when it was, and where was it that they would dwell upon the earth? have not sinned in your sight, or what people have so kept your command. 36. Those who you find that Israel by name 
And I kept your precepts, but not to the nation. Hallelujah.